Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now, please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace Together. Well, over the past few weeks, um, we've been talking about uh, preparing for your guests, preparing your home, preparing your heart. Uh, last week, we talked about preparing a meal and then becoming a host. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, engaging and encouraging your guests. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we thought we'd do a, a, a happy crappy moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, maybe a highlight uh, and, uh, and a low light of, of, of our week. Um, how about you, honey? What, what, uh, what was your highlight of the week? Well, I'm just, I'm laughing because what, what made us come up with happy and crappy? And basically, we had some crappy, and our <laughs> daughter was sharing with us their happy and crappy um, minute at church. And so we thought, okay, let's do happy crappy because <laughs> we've had some crappy. Okay, but we're going to start with happy. My happy this week? Um, well, my happy this week um, was the fact that we actually had some really nice afternoons and evenings. It was, very warm and beautiful. And we were able to walk the property. It was, um, it was a little muddy, which will lead me to my crappy in a minute. Um, but, um, but it was beautiful in the afternoons and evenings. And so we really got to just enjoy a little bit of spring on the farm, which it kind of has felt like we haven't had a lot of that with the weather this spring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, my happy is just uh, um, starting to reap the the fruits of our labor um, on the farm and having having uh, sitting down to to meals that are that basically we produce everything on the plate and um, that's pretty fantastic, really. Um, a lot of a lot of work and effort goes into that, but uh, we uh, we know what we're eating, we know you know what um, is going into our bodies. And it's it's pretty awesome when you get to uh, to reap that benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really is why we do what we do. It's the reason that yeah. we work so hard is is because we really want to know what we what we are eating, and um, when we want to you know be able to provide as much of it for ourselves as we can. And and so it's been an interesting journey for sure. But these plates of amazing fresh vegetables and and fruits and meat has been really really enjoyable this last couple of weeks. Yeah. And what about what about crappy? Uh, well, we've had to um, deal with and overcome some challenges uh, in uh, equipment um, and vehicles breaking down <laughs> around here. Uh, still dealing with that a little bit, so that's that's never never fun and, and usually quite costly. So, um, yeah, that's why we're like, uh, crappy. Yeah, either crappy. Yes, I know. Always breaking down anything is crappy, and I know your preference would probably be to just always, you know, have somebody. Fix it. Mechanics is not your favorite thing. Yeah, I don't have the patience for for that. So right, and it's kind of been like on every level, all the way to the washing machine and having to try to figure that out. Yeah. And it, plumbing is probably worse than mechanical <laughs> for you. <laughs> <Is that? laughs> yeah. 
the truth. <laughs> Again, I just don't have the patience for it. <laughs> um, right. Well, so for me, the crappy has been that it has rained every single morning. And so, you know, as a gardener in Kansas, what that means is that, I mean, it's just mud and misery. And it's like, if you, if you don't do it in the morning, then in the afternoon, because it's been raining, it's humid and miserable and hot. And, yeah. hot. and so it's not a fun time to be out in the garden. And so that I think has been challenging because normally by this time, I'm spending hours early in the morning out in the garden every, you know, I mean, at least four days a week. And I haven't been able to do that. So that's kind of been um, a challenge to me. Hopefully it looks like our weather's going to change a little bit and we're going to have a nice long hot stretch and yeah. we'll get back into a more normal um, spring, early summer pattern. Yeah, um, you, you definitely had, had been in that pattern of, of being out in the garden, you know, by around six o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, to take advantage of those cooler morning uh, temperatures. Um, and yeah, it's very challenging that it's uh, rained almost every night and, and which is great. It makes everything beautiful, uh, but it just creates a challenge for you to be out there I mean, the gardening. Gar <laughs> the garden is very happy. The yeah, garden yeah. is, is, you know, <laughs> my crappy does not make the garden um, feel crappy. Yeah. It feels very happy. It's yeah. just abundantly growing and, and everything really looks good. So that, that is very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyhow, um, we'd like to hear what, are, what's your happy crappy for the week? <laughs> uh, let us know on social media, your highs and, and, and lows and, uh, just, uh, um, engage with us and we'll engage with you. Um, speaking of, uh, it's so important uh, to engage uh, and encourage your your guests uh, when they come into your home. And often, uh, we can get caught up in the to-dos and, um, and forget uh, the reason that we've, we've invited people over. Um, so how, how, can we, how can we engage um, properly with our guests, honey? Well, right. I mean, and, and we've talked a lot about this just in relationship to preparing. And the more prepared you are, the easier it is to enter into your night feeling relaxed and excited. And I think that, you know, we can probably all attest that when, we, when we're in a situation where we're relaxed and excited and looking forward to having fun, we definitely become more engaging mm -hmm. yeah. and you know, we're, we're interested in being around people. We're interested in hearing from them and, and um, we're far more intentional um, is my experience. I am far more intentional about engaging with my guest when I'm relaxed and, and not feeling overwhelmed or anxious um, or, preoccupied you know that's that's i think it's really easy right. to be preoccupied as you're preparing last minute things and and you know you have a meal you're trying to get on the table which is one of the reasons that i you know do have tried and true recipes because i don't have to think so much about those recipes and and that helps me not to be overly preoccupied with the the actual food and that in turn helps me to be more engaged and and able to talk to my guests and and you know just really care about what's happening with them. Right. Yeah. And um I I'm not I'm not sure this is in in the Bible but uh it's it's a great proverb anyways that 
that, uh, you know, the Lord gave us uh, two ears and one mouth, therefore we should listen twice as much as we speak. And so uh, in, when engaging with your guests, um, ask, ask questions um, that are kind of, um, that, that deserve a, a longer answer and to, to get to know them. So ask questions about their, their life and their family and, and their interests. And then uh, allow them uh, space to to um, to respond and and listen and and so you can really get to know them um, and then you know just be able to share your lives together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think you know f- for most of us, our um, nature is we like to talk about ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's really easy. I want to talk about me. Want to <laughs> talk about I. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy for us to talk about ourselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of your ringtones, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, so when we engage with our guests well and encourage them to talk about themselves, one, it's easy for them to talk about themselves generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Secondly, again, they just feel like you care about them. And ultimately, we want people to feel like we care about them at our table. Yeah. So, you know, even this morning, I was thinking about the story of Zacchaeus and just remembering it from my childhood and how how Jesus went up to the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, come down from there, for I'm going to your house today. And, um, and it really just made me think about how Zacchaeus must have felt when, you know, he was a tax collector and he he wanted to see Jesus, but he couldn't. So he climbed up in the tree and then Jesus singled him out and said, I'm coming to your house today. And I just think that, you know, that that's a great example of engagement. That's a great example of of. Jesus was aware of him. He was aware that he was there. He was aware of his, you know, job. He knew what he did for a living, but he was intentional to go to him and engage him and say, you know what? I'm coming to your house today. All the other people that he could have gone to their house, but he, you know, just zoned in with intent on Zacchaeus. Yeah. And, and because of that, uh, that engagement um, by Jesus and Zacchaeus's life, um, it it brought on a whole heart change in Zacchaeus, and he he uh, he repented of the things that he had done wrong, and um, and said he would he would give back um, many times what he had taken from people in you know or cheated people out of their taxes, and so when you when you en- engage with your guests and they feel cared for and loved and um, and important. Uh, it it can do an, an amazing thing in their heart, um, and it's doing an amazing thing in your heart because it's taking your eyes off of yourself and putting it on you know somebody else, and uh, that's it's so important. Um, yeah. That's actually why we did the happy and crappy this morning because we were we were talking about you know in our life what are some things that are going on and how do we you know intentionally choose to. You know, we can acknowledge the crappy, but if we're going to engage with people, then we need to be encouraging. So we need to really focus on the happy when we have guests in our home, yeah. not on the crappy. 
And so because um, just like just like you, you know, we have challenges that we that we face daily and weekly and monthly and all those things. Uh, we just, you know, choose to uh, to put those things aside um, when we engage with with our we have guests over. Absolutely right. So, um, what do you feel are some challenges that you experience when engaging with people when you have people into your home? I mean, have you ran across challenges with engagement? Well, I think that um, part of the the challenge is just you know um, personality type. Uh, being uh, an introvert, um, both of us are introvert. You're a little more introverted than than I am, but um, but that can sometimes be uh, a challenge to um, to be the first to engage in conversation and things like that. Um, but we've you know we've been doing this so long that it's uh, it's just become a part of who we are. We've overcome that challenge in our life, and uh, um, because we know the importance of of being of leading leading the engagement and leading the encouragement um to draw out the best in people that's a great point and as an introvert i tend to in other environments i tend to kind of quiet down you know i i will um kind of step back and watch and not necessarily in my own nature desire to start conversation or, you know, start the engagement with people. As a leader, I've had to learn to overcome that even when I'm not in my own environment and and I need to step out and talk to other people. But if you're introverted or more shy and the thought of having people in your home that you have to engage with or, you know, carry on the night, so to speak, intimidates you, then I think my encouragement to you would be that because you're in your own home, it kind of changes the atmosphere and it makes it a lot easier for you to engage with your guests. And and if you haven't been somebody that has um, had people in your home on a regular basis, Basis, and that's maybe a fear or a concern that is underlying for you because you are more quiet and more reserved. My encouragement to you would be just to go ahead and try it because I think that you'll be surprised that the comfort of your own home kind of helps that not be as hard as it could be. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, how do we overcome uh, some of those challenges? And uh, my encouragement to you is that it doesn't really take a lot um, to start the engagement, you know, process. Um, like I said earlier, just a just a few um, open-ended questions, um, which allow them to have a little longer response. Um, people generally like to talk about themselves, so you know, just a few questions and to to get the ball rolling, and then just just let it roll. And uh, um, so it doesn't take uh, it doesn't take a, a huge amount of effort. It just it's the first step. Take the first step, uh, ask the first question, and I think it'll it'll go from there. So, Damon, give us a couple of questions. What what does that look like? What would you ask your guest if you didn't know anything really about them? You know, if they were mostly unknown to you. Well, I mean, first off, you can just say, "Hey, how was your week?" You know, what were some of the highs of your week? And uh, you know, let let them just kind of kind of go with that. And I think that, um, it'll just, it'll, it'll kind of become organic and that's what you want. Anyways, you don't want to have to force anything. Um, just, you know, 
uh, a simple question like that or um I think you know um just even edifying, you know, we're so happy that you guys were able to come. We've been wanting to get to know more about you and, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your careers. What, what do you do for a living? And, you know, just allow them to share, um, their career, which then can very easily transition into, you know, what about your family? You know, are you guys from this area? Yeah. yeah. Where'd, where'd you grow up? You know, where'd you go to school? Those kind of things. Yeah, you know? just just the basic things that you really, you know, would ask anybody when you were getting to know them. Um, but with real intentionality to put the conversation, you know, back on them as much as possible. Because out of that, you know, they're gonna ask, Well, what about you? You know, have you how long have you lived here? Or how long, you know? So I mean, yeah, you're gonna engage and share and get to know each other, but really, you know, just wanna hear from them. Yeah, and it, and it's it's only natural for your guests to um, to ask those same questions uh, back to you, um, and but don't you know don't as a, as a leader as the host uh, try not to dominate the conversation, but give lots of space uh, for your guests to to speak. Yeah, and that can be hard for some of us. Some of us, you know, really like to talk and um, can just you know. <laughs> kind of run away with the conversation. And so it definitely can require a little bit of self-censorship and intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, encouraging. How do we, how do we, how do you encourage people, honey? I think there's an element, which and we've talked about this really, I think since day one with the podcast, there's an element of encouragement that happens just by being together, just when you sit at the table and eat a meal together, um, it it shifts the atmosphere in such a way that that there is a natural encouragement that comes with it. Mm-hmm. In relationship to um, just walking through the night, I think that so much encouragement is given simply by doing some of the things we've already talked about by serving them well, by being a host that anticipates their needs Mm -hmm. and um, is, you know, paying attention to body language and and the atmosphere. And, you know, (laughs) when somebody starts yawning a lot and, you know, it's obvious that, you know, on a Friday night that they're starting to go downhill, even just, you know, just acknowledging um, how they're feeling and what they're experiencing and, and, you know, in, in that type of a scenario, which we've had, we've had guests at our home that, you know, they start yawning and it's, it's, you know, you look like you're getting tired. Maybe, you know, we'll just wrap up with dessert and, and call it a night. It's been a long week and, and just go with where they would like to go. And, and, um, I think that there's so much encouragement just in those very simple actions. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and again, you can just, um, um, you can ask them, you know, are, are there any challenges that you've been uh, facing that we can um, help encourage you uh, with or pray for you? Uh, I mean, that's always uh, very important to, to ask them how you can pray for them. And uh, usually when, you know, when we sit down for the meal, I'll pray over the meal um, and I'll ask the Lord to bless them, uh, and, you know, thank them thank him for our guests and ask him to bless them as only he can. Uh, and, um, then, then the Holy spirit comes and encourages 
all of us. And you're absolutely right. Um, encouraging your guests starts from the moment they walk through the door, uh, just by what, like what you said, uh, serving them, caring for them, providing uh, a generous meal for them, and uh, and engaging uh, in the process. All of that stuff is encouraging and uh, will lift people up and um, hopefully bring out uh, the, the best in them and from them. So we've talked, you know, about the fact that um, <laughs> we don't want to be overly religious with the podcast. Yep. It's very obvious that we are very faith-based and God is a part of our life. Mm. And so, you know, what if you have someone at your table that is of a different religion or really isn't a faith-based person, then, you know, the idea of, of asking to pray for them is, can be very intimidating. I mean, how would you go about that? Would you go about that? If you have someone at your table that maybe isn't faith-based, would you ask to pray for them? You know, I, honestly, I rarely have had somebody, um, say no to me if I, when I've asked if I can pray for them. Um, even if they don't really have much of a faith base, um, I've rarely had somebody say, no, I don't want you to pray for me. Right. So it, I think that obviously you need to feel comfortable um, asking if you can pray for somebody. I mean, it's it's you need to decide in advance if that is something that you're going to do. And if you're going to do it, it can just be really simple. I mean, it can be a, just at the end of the night, just saying, you know, we've so enjoyed you guys um, coming over tonight. And you know, would it be okay if we just prayed a blessing over you before you leave? And if they say no, then say, you know what, that's okay. We just had such a great time with you guys and we hope we can do it again in the future. And if they say yes, then you really can just pray a simple blessing over them and their family before they leave. Right. Because, I mean, your prayer is based upon your faith, not theirs. Um, so you have faith that God can answer, you know, prayer um, and help whomever he chooses to help. So. Right. And it doesn't have to be any more awkward than really you make it. Um, if you're very relaxed and low key about it and, you know, and they do say no, then you just, you know, are prepared to move on. And then you really can just thank them for coming and um, getting an opportunity to get to know them better and, you know, just wrap it up right there. It doesn't have to be weird. It can be very relaxed. Yeah. So, honey, what part of hospitality is the most encouraging to you? So I think that, um, you know, I'm going to go from both perspective. I think that when we have people into our home, the thing that is the most encouraging to me is the fact that as of yet, there hasn't been one single time that we have had someone at our table that we just did not really enjoy getting to know that person or that couple. They're just, you know, every single, every single time, whether, um, whatever the circumstances are, whoever they were, it has always, um, you know, just been fun and encouraging. There's never been an, an issue that, that was uncomfortable or unpleasant. And so I feel like we, we walk away with a new knowledge and a lot of the times even a new understanding because we've interacted with people that are different than we are yeah. um, on some level or another. Some of them may be very similar to us, um, but, you know, we all have differences. And then 
um, when we are at someone else's table, I think for me, you know, it's just, it's always encouraging to be um, the beneficiary of someone that is made a meal and is serving you. And, you know, you get to have that conversation without the work and preparedness that leads up to it. Yeah. For me, I just, I really love hosting. Um, and like you said, we've, we've, there's never been a time where we've had people over and afterwards thought, you know what, that was a mistake. Um, we, there's always been uh, encouragement and, and benefit and growth from uh, having people to our table. Um, it's just, it's a joy. And I just, I just love everything about it. What about going to somebody else's home? What about when, when, you receive hospitality and that as well is um it's there's just a a a relaxing you know it's it's like okay we can we can relax we we don't there's there's nothing that we need to do other than enjoy ourselves right now and that's fantastic right and you know it's okay to do that it's okay to go to somebody's home and you know just relax and not feel like you have to be responsible to be a certain um way as a guest. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I always offer, can I help you clean up and you just, you know, engage in that situation. But overall, I mean, you really can just go and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you hope to gain by hosting people regularly in your home? Yeah, I think for us, we really hope to gain community and mm-hmm. we hope um, to be an encouragement to other people that come to our table. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing for me. Um, community and and friendships. Some of our greatest friends have come out of uh, our willingness to uh, to provide hospitality um, and invite them to our table. So, honey, why hospitality? Well, when we come together in each other's homes and we break bread and serve one another, we encourage each other. This is straight out of the Bible. We are better together. When we eat together, laugh together, cry together, and share our lives with each other, we are encouraged. There is no room for isolation when we are together. There is no room for lack when we are together. There is no room for fear when we are together. And most importantly, his word says that when we gather, he is there. Yeah, in the, in the book of Acts, you know, it says that they, they gather together. Uh, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. And that's what we hope for you, is that you will gather together and share your meals with great joy and generosity. So, be encouraged, have fun, make time for hospitality, and we'll see you back next week. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast.